You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Oh, there it is. There it is. You can... Continue with your anti-trans rant now. Mm. Okay, this is the. I mean, that was this, this is the premier uh, <laughs> premier turf Nazi podcast. <laughs> Yo, here's a consideration, and I know it's Uh-oh. like very. I know it's very on brand for me. It's not anything pioneering here, but here we go. When will that feel completely silly? Oh, uh, wait, it's not. Like remember remember the alt right? Do you remember that? Sure. Doesn't it seem silly now that people break that out every now and then? Uh, yeah, maybe, but like it feels very uh tired. Like people are kind of like it, it would be gauche to accuse somebody of being alt right now. No, it, so I guess my question is when wh- when are we um when are we past all of it? Like when can I cuz I was, you know, when are we past all of the nonsense? When is white podcast bro like like I don't have to dance on the edge of being edgy because we're just these conversations don't even exist anymore. I, you're I mean you're asking me when that happens? I don't know. I mean I don't think I mean we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like I don't think anyone it seems like canceling is done. No one cancels anymore. That's not a that's not a thing that's like no no no. What about Bodega Bro got got got? Oh yeah, Bodega Bro. Well, look, every now and then they can concentrate their energy on one person, you know. And, and I mean, he he deserved it. He was definitely Hitler Prime. Yeah, he was he was he was uh, Hitler too. I think uh, Skeletor, Voldemort, Hitler, uh, Bodega yeah. Bro, uh, mm-hmm. definitely worthy of all of our collective anxieties and hatreds. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's some honest to God. Did you see did you see any of the criticisms of Bodega Bro? By the way, for people who are well adjusted, it's not many of our listeners, but for people who are well adjusted, Bodega Bro is a fellow who uh look, I'm not gonna mince words. He is cartoonishly Midwest. Like you couldn't design a man more representative of the sort of disregard that the that the interior of this country has for coastal elites not because he's aggressively hateful of it not really at all he's just wholesale ignorant of it like did you see the tiktoks where he's like gay people there's so many of them here it's wild like he is not about 2020 on the coasts he is He's something else and he's, you know, he probably still calls his friends gay. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, he, yeah. he's fun and he made the cardinal sin for our listeners who don't know of 
criticizing bodegas in New York, which if you're a profoundly stupid person, you consider part of New York's cultural heritage and important. If yeah, you just actually like, just like just like gas stations, yeah, yeah. Thank you. If you actually lived in New York, you would recognize these things for what they are, which is thirty percent drug fronts and seventy percent uh, an immigrant who wishes he was doing something else. That's it. Yep. That's it. Place where you get you can get a uh, you get a uh, some uh, some ho hos. Yes, exactly. You can get. Uh, a big Texas uh, cinnamon bun and a and a uh, a very shitty BLT. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I spent ten years of my life in New York City. I I've been to hundreds of bodegas in my life. Eric was born in New York. He's Queens. He I was born in a bodega. He was born in a bodega, and. I don't know if Eric will stand on this, but I will as a 10-year resident of the fucking city. They're just places you get cereal, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> There's no reason to get fucking deep about them. <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't get it. And it's also like making it like a cultural marker. If I like – I would resent the shit out of that. Like not, not so much in the New York sense, but in the like the guy who runs it. Be like, yeah, man. This is like your thing, like your bodega, like you're the bodega guy in New York because that's a New York thing and you're part of New York. You're part of what makes New York great. I'd be like, I'd be like yo, fuck you. This is a miserable job. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I get like harassed by teens all day. Yeah, I'm a I get like man. racist looks from the old fuck who gets a coffee in a fucking newspaper every morning. I'm a grown man who is occasionally chased out of my own store by a knife wielding teen. <laughs> right. It fucking sucks. It sucks ass. Like, yo, everybody, it's these people, these people that want you to like care about these arbitrary fake culture markers of cities that mostly they just moved to. So fucking stupid. It reminds me of the clown ass fucking losers who every time I make fun of Philadelphia, some guy who's been there for fucking a year jumps out and is like, oh, we won't stand for that in our city. Yo, suck a dick until you die. (laughs) Fucking just choke on it and fucking just let the semen fucking, uh, what what do you call it when you... Uh, when you, uh, you, you're aspirating, let aspirate on semen. My guy, I, get the fuck out of here with your fucking fake ass city pride. The, and by the way, did you see the, uh, kind of like stereotypically, like charmingly stereotypically, uh, uh, upper West side, Jewish, uh, skinny kid. Did you, did, did you see his TikTok response to, I can't do this, man. I, I saw it and I, 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 I cannot stand TikTok, man. I just cannot, I can't stand the people on it. Like, I can't stand the way that they like act, like the way that they do these like condescending fucking lectures yeah. that are like, they speak really fast and they, they act like they know more than you. Like, who, why is that enjoyable? Why do people watch that and go, oh yeah, yeah, cool, <laughs> cool. I like the, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's right. Oh yeah. Look, yeah, this, fuck this be- you. Don't talk to me like that. This beats movies. Right. (laughs) So that fucking 19 year old acting like he fucking knows everything. Suck my ass. That's that's what TikTok is for, for sure. But, but did you, 
Did you catch? I was legitimately triggered by his little spiel because he's he starts going on he, his exact words. Uh, I want to make sure I get them right. He says, uh, "You know, these are uh, these are resources that communities rely on. Communities uh, of uh, traditionally black and brown uh, and or working class people who have been forced to rely on the blah blah." My guy, you buried the lead. You didn't need to say black and brown. You said that for white fucking weird TikTok clout. Yeah. You could have just said working class because I assure yeah. you in the few white working class uh, fucking neighborhoods that still exist in New York, your food options are not much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about your – it's not like anybody said let's, let's deprive the blacks of resources and only give them cereal. Nobody said that. It's just, hey, this is what happens, unfortunately, to working class neighborhoods. I'm sorry. I think that it should change because, in my view, your brain don't work right if it don't get food. So I think that there is a definite and serious deprivation happening. But it's got nothing to do with race and everything to do with being broke as shit. And that just is what it is. Now, if you want to tie those two things by some uh, American history shit, we can do that. But you bury the lead when you say, and or working class. No, 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 no. You just say working class. That's that's because you can find that across all working class communities, essentially in the United States. Weird is happening with my computer. What'd you say say about AIDS? You said something (laughs) about AIDS? (laughs) No. Did you, do you, why did we get disconnected? And now we, we got AIDS. I think my computer has AIDS. It keeps, I hate, I hate Siri and I hate like, like voice technology. Yo, what is happening? Oh, Siri is a disease, man. CIA is going after us right now. Um, The CIA will not stop with us. It's tiring. It's, it's so tired. They've been trying to get us for fucking years. Remember, remember years ago when we had that, that monitor that would make a little like every time we said Hillary Clinton. Yep. Did, did I get cut? Yo, what is happening? I'm getting so pissed off right now. Stop, turn Siri off. Delete Siri. It's my, he- my hang friend. on. I think it's, it's my headphones. My hang on. Right now. The headphones, the headphones got to come out. If everybody hears Pat echo in my computer speakers, that's what's happening. Because yeah, no, I am like a, I'm at the point where I'm like a fucking grandpa with technology. Um, are you there? I am. Okay, good. Um, Bodega bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think also the lead that was really buried. I mean, it was like brought up sort of, but like we, no one really addressed it as like his kid is highlighting something important that there's no food in these fucking neighborhoods outside of bodegas. Why aren't we like, isn't that the most like the important point? Well, what, what was interesting is that that was a common refrain from critics, you know, that were saying, hey, we're starving out. They always say black or brown, but again, as the one kid pointed out, you could just say working class. Uh, this is a common criticism. And just because an outsider said it, people have to act like th- this is a like a mortal sin. I assure you, it is not a mortal sin to notice that shit sucks. And later w- when he called uh, his apartment and neighborhood in the Bronx a shithole – God damn you people who would describe it as anything other. Fuck you, man. 
I've lived in some shithole neighborhoods and nobody in those neighborhoods thought it was anything other than a shithole. I assure you. So like, okay. When I lived, uh, Bushwick 2001, it was in the mind of every single person who lived in that neighborhood, a shithole. Why would somebody who isn't there jump out and say, no, 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 this is a vibrant community. Fuck off. I mean, I have a, I have a good buddy who is a fucking, uh, uh, you know, a, an EMT in Mott Haven for at least four ish years, maybe more. Dude, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. nightmare. And it's, look, it's, it's, these are not, these are not great neighborhoods. And we can just be adults and say, uh, if you live there and you love it, or you find that this is where like you have some kinship with it, this is your community, blah, blah, blah. Yo, God bless you. But that's like, that would be like me, like caping for Albany, New York. It's pathetic. Stop it. It's, it's, it's tragic in a way. Like, yo, you can be a place. You can say, I like this place. It works for me. I'm happy here. My family has a great life here. I've done great things here. I think it has potential. You can say all of this shit, but what you can't do is deny a shithole. Sometimes places is just shitholes. And it's really, in my view, it's very little reflection on any individual who lives in a shithole. Because the fact is, very few individuals have the power in their life to change an entire neighborhood and district. So like, yo, I've lived in shitholes. It doesn't make me a shitty person. And the person that would kind of like forcefully extrapolate that from, it's just lying. It's just, everybody knows that there are shitholes in this world and you are lying if you pretend not to. People, uh, this is another, this is, maybe we could do a reoccurring segment here. Um, more evidence that people want to lose in life. Um, we have a variety article. So did you watch, did you watch Rogan on, uh, on Lex Friedman? I saw a clip. Yeah, I saw a clip too. I find Lex Friedman like intensely boring. Um, oh really? I like him. I think he's just like, he's just, I need a little more spice. Not that, not like, because I don't really like flagrant either. Because I think Andrew Schultz is annoying, but it's like I need something in between Lex and Andrew. Like I need like like Andrew's like he puts me to sleep, where yeah. or, or Lex puts me to sleep rather. Anyway, in this he interviewed Rogan. Rogan says he's been offered dozens of times. Uh, they they want Trump on the show. They want Trump on the Joe Rogan Experience, and Trump says or Rogan says. Not going to do it. Not a Trump supporter. I won't help him. I don't want to rehabilitate his image, and I don't want to be responsible for any of that. So Variety reports this, and of all the tweets, what do you think people's response to that news is? Uh, somehow Joe Rogan bad, um, the whole thing. They're all like, yes, he is. <laughs> But he is a fan of DeSantis, though, and Andrew Yang. Why do you want to lose so bad? And Why do you want to lose so bad? And Bernie. <clears throat> and, and also Bernie. No, yo, it doesn't matter. That, like, think about this. Joe Rogan, he could be the greatest resource to the American left. Yep. The greatest. Because he's a pretty mild-mannered liberal dude 
He has a gigantic platform. He could he could amplify that message from like he could bring more people into but because you just have this like misplaced hatred you just you 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 distance yourself from one of the largest platforms that would be willing to somewhat come to your side a little bit but you can't do it because you want to lose yeah, it's so crazy uh Joe Rogan, more than any broadcaster I can think of, is a blank slate. This is evidenced by people like as my my friend that I argued with the other day calling him a libertarian. Yo, he he was backing Bernie, like the the actual essence of the opposite of libertarianism. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, like if if a human being could be said to be the opposite of of, of libertarianism as a concept, it would be Bernie. So what are we talking about? Well, it's people, like, people like we just assign this guy a bunch of shit when in fact, and I say this respectfully because I've, I've listened to many of his podcasts and have no problem with him. He is, in my view, his appeal is that he is bland and you can just jump on, say the thing that you want to say with relatively little pushback. Yeah, and you reach an au- and you reach an audience of a hundred million human beings. Yeah, the idea that you wouldn't use that resource truly means that you are an incapable person. I don't mean incapable leader. I don't mean incapable bureaucrat. I, I mean you are an incapable human being. <laughs> you are. There's something wrong with you. You're not operating at capacity. The thing is, is even if you thought he was the demon in your head that you've made him, even if you thought that. Like the fact that you wouldn't use that platform to push your own shit is crazy, especially when there's like an opening to do so. It's not like Tucker Carlson or something where he's not, you know, where he won't host your whatever it is. You know, it's just like uh, he is, like you said, and we don't have to go on on this shit too much, but it's just like he's a very mild mannered dude. He's very bland. He's very, he's, he's sort of, and whether or not, I mean, people like to throw around the word grifter, whether or not this is the real Joe Rogan, you know, like at what point, like at the end of the day, does it fucking matter if he endorses Bernie, whether he went into the fucking voting booth by himself and pulled the curtain behind him and pulled the Trump lever, is it not still amplifying to a hundred million people that, that, that Bernie Sanders' message you know what I'm saying? Well, I also don't think that, yeah, listen, it, I don't think he needs to endorse anything. I, I, I don't think that that's, uh, I, I just don't think that's necessary. I, I think that the, the reality is, uh, you go on a show. If you read, uh, for example, I heard a comic book guy talking about this. Like what if comic books, what, what if somebody promoted comic books on Joe Rogan's show? What, what impact would it have? And here's the numbers. If 1%, if every comic book reader on the planet died today and 1% of Joe Rogan listeners became comic book list, uh, readers, it would be a healthier market than it currently is. Think about that. So like, and look, it's not like 1% would become comic book readers, but like, let's say 1% did become sympathetic to Bernie having, but let's say that Bernie had a good uh, appearance on the Joe Rogan show. He did. People, many, many people in the comments at that time were saying, 
you know, I, I didn't know what to think of this fella, but I, I like him. Yo, that's impact, my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's important. The whole, that, that's the whole fucking ball game. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I, but but I don't know. Like, what do we think? Is it like stubbornness? Is it like just like? Is it not having the wherewithal or the understanding of how to make these sort of these 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 movements or inroads like? Or is it like from within the house of like? Is it self sabotage because they don't they don't actually want to win, or do they not know how to win? Is what I'm asking. Oh, uh, I mean, look, I, I think that this is clear. They don't want to. W- I've said that we said this a million times on this podcast. When it comes to Dems, particularly, they don't want to win. There's more power in being the aggrieved party for the individual. So, this is not like these are not uh, public servants that are trying to service you in any meaningful way. These are people who know that all they need is, is a brand, a personal brand. AOC would be the epitome of this. You have a personal brand and you will always have money coming in, whether that means, I mean, AOC is going to be doing like, you know, a hundred thousand dollar lecture, a hundred thousand dollar appearances. We're not going to home lectures uh, at, you know, fucking mother Jones, uh, annual, you know what I mean? Saying like, it's going to be like, right. It, it, it will be whatever the goofy establishment, quote unquote, progressive, uh, version of Goldman Sachs is for Hillary Clinton. Well, but see that, that establishment shit all makes sense to me. I'm wondering, hear me on this because if you're young, I can forgive you being ignorant or not having the tools or the wherewithal to understand how to, uh, build your whatever leftist thing that you want to, you know, your party or your, your, your whatever. Have we, has, has the establishment left? It is now 2024 and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. Maybe not the establishment left. Maybe not the establishment. I don't know. But have we, has Twitter trained the next generation of the American left to fail? You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, I don't think anything is evidencing this more than uh, the way that uh, Roe v. Wade uh, was. Okay, check it out. The pushback on on the Roe v. Wade decision the other day. To our listeners who for whom this is a touchy subject, I understand that you still care. Thank you. Now, I'd like you to acknowledge what you can see with your own fucking eyes, which is 
this was a big deal for two days and it was treated no differently than fucking fire in the Amazon. It was treated no differently than uh, school shooter number 700. It, it, what they've managed to do, what the media has managed to do and social media to a large extent is make it so literally nothing has sustainability and nothing matters and everything can be uh, sort of the monster of the week and then over back to the, back to the main plot. Yeah. And I think it's going to be insane watching Roe v. Wade become something that like, look, no matter how people feel about it, acknowledge that it's weird that an issue that so many people feel very strongly about is not going to be newsworthy except during the primaries. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if like this is going to be filed away in the same place that everything else got filed away. And that's insane. <laughs> like that's yeah. like so crazy that I, I'm, I'm actually having a hard time wrapping my head around what I'm witnessing. Like they're going to bury this in more shooters. They're going to bury this in, in uh, Johnny Depp. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, Whoever the next Johnny Depp is, they're going to use that to put this uh, further out of your mind. That's that's yeah. wild, Eric. It is wild, and it's. I mean, look, there should be because we've been saying for a minute, right? The, the Roe v. Wade stuff, like this is fire for the Democrats. Like this is something they can work with to like make themselves worthwhile. Like this is something to run on. This 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 mobilizes a large part of their base. Uh, to go out and vote for them. It's, yo, it has mobile, like, I've been considering third party for a long time, but if this shit's on the table, I, you know, I guess I got to vote for a Democrat. I don't know. Um, but how many months are, are we away from November? F- five? <sighs> Is it going to be on our mind? It'll, I mean, they're going to try to bring it up, but I just think that it'll be, it'll be in the rear view, but look at, Remember how everybody cared about Epstein? Everything was Epstein. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And 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 I thought I can remember doing this podcast, and I remember we did one. Epstein found dead like the day later. So when we did our follow up episode addressing all this, I remember thinking, "Damn, we're late to the game on this one." All the podcasts are going crazy, but I also remember thinking, "This is actually great because." It was a week later and no one gave a shit. And all those podcasts were like, this is it. This is the moment that wakes everyone up. I can't believe it. The mask is off. A week later, no one gave a shit. I mean, Ghislaine just got hit with what, 20? 20. And no no details. It's like the press doesn't care at all. It's like social media doesn't care at all. Like, oh, but, but see, and that's what, that's the whole, that's the thing, man. And that's where I'm at in my life where I, it sucks because I don't know if it's blackpilled or what. I'm like, oh, these things are just apparatuses of, of, of the establishment, huh? The fact that the press won't cover that at all. The fact that it's barely anywhere on, on social media, like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? We only talk about things. We're only shown things that we're allowed to. I mean, it's not just, uh, look, I think that the argument that this is, uh, uh, 
like you know these th- this is establishment uh yes okay got it uh but that doesn't really explain to me how it's not on social it's not consuming social media well i mean it's i think it's just that people are really like sheepdogs by their eyes and ears. And if, and if it's, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if on, on Twitter or whatever, on social media that like the Ghislaine hashtag was being suppressed in some way, you know, like, and if it's just not there, it's, it's out of sight, out of mind for most people. And I mean, that's, that might be the most truly blackpilling part is just like, yes, these things are apparatuses of like the establishment state and, no sort of anything, the algorithms will prevent any sort of thing from breaking through that will truly be a challenge to them. Right. Um, but like the fact that like, we still don't really care like human being, like people in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. uh, Yes. This is, I mean, look like uh, the theme of this podcast, not just this episode, but this fucking podcast is becoming, Remember that? Remember? <laughs> yeah. And th- this should be, it's like everybody, I know it sounds snarky. I get it. It sounds like we're fucking like just being the superior, like, like, oh, we told you nobody was going to give a shit and it's cynical and it's dark and all that. But really, that's not, that's not really my point. My point is to underline the foolishness of all of this shit and, and to kind of like just tell you, hey, man, the thing that you care about you got to treat it like I treat comics and hardcore music, which is, these are things I really enjoy that I uh, know will make people look at me with glazed eyes and complete disinterest from 99% of the population on the planet. And that's what everything is at the end of the day. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, that's the other, you know, the other thing of social media is that like we feel and I don't think this was like intentionally a point. I think this is just sort of how it sort of works in our brain is just that like we like, you know, people call it, people call it slacktivism or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But like, we feel like we're really special, right? Cause you got 3000 followers on Twitter. Oh, Oh, people, I'm important. People care what I think. People want to know what I, what I have to say. And when I say something, it has a real, Ooh, it got, it got 30 K likes and, uh, and, uh, and a thousand retweets. Oh yeah. Like, you know, it didn't do anything. It, it, it showed up in someone's thing. They looked at it and they went, what a fucking idiot. And then they put their phone back in their pocket and went to see fucking Top Gun Maverick, you know, like yes. it, it, it just, poof, it just poofed into the ether. You felt like you really did something like that, that, that should be the, the, the slogan of the podcast. You felt like you really did something huh? <laughs> like like I, you know, and like, I get it. I mean, people hate our, people hate this podcast. People hate us because we're just like ironically detached sort of like, but I think your point is like, you know, I'm trying to convey something to you that it's like, as you just said, you gotta like, if you want anything to pop, you gotta be really invested. You can't just be on this thing. Like prove me wrong. Honestly, like, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. 
uh, yeah, uh, nothing matters. That it's all a joke. <laughs> that uh, you should be you should become a horrorcore rapper with a Discord where you post images of uh, kittens being stomped, and then you should uh, go to the Fourth uh, uh, of July parade at uh, your your small town, and uh, you should hand out flowers to veterans. No, uh, I mean I think you should invest your time in other people. I think you should fall in love. Uh, I think you should make money. Um, I think you should make a nice life for yourself. Because and this again, been saying this for years. No one's coming to help you. No one's coming to help you. You're a hypocrite. Like, you, uh, and you don't want anyone to come to help you because if you did, you'd go on Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the, the ship ain't coming in. It's I, not the, the it, it, you gotta figure out how to fucking, you gotta figure out how to do for self or, 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 or die a, die a simp. Uh, well, let me, let me go one step further. You have to stop self-defining, uh, with, with terms that you don't actually mean. So like, uh, you know, like a hard question is what, what does it mean to be a feminist? Right. In 2022, that's a, that's a more, that's a more complicated question than I think any time in, since the concept emerged, right? Probably, because, yeah. Because you're dealing with uh, like trans stuff that, like, for many of our listeners, doesn't complicate things at all. But if we're being honest, complicates it for a great many people, right? Well, it's a, it's a generational thing, and I think as we have more generations, it gets more complicated. So, what does it mean to be a feminist? Tough question. What does it mean to be an environmentalist? To me, an absolutely impossible question, and no such thing exists. I took six planes, six in the last two weeks. Six. Yeah. Could it be said that I give a living fuck about the environment? Not really, no. You know what I mean? Because I can complain about, oh, look what these oil companies are doing. What are we fucking kidding? I just burned jet fuel to yell at a bunch of fucking Englishmen. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's kind of worth it. Like, it's honestly so, like, these things that we define ourselves with, we don't even mean. You know what I mean? So, like, like I, I'm, I really feel like there need. I, I, look, I don't want to blackpill our entire audience, but I, I, I would like some, it would just be nice if at least our listeners, if nobody else, would just self-examine a little bit and have the humility to go, yeah, you know, I care, but I don't care that much. Or I care, but I still have to make rent, and I, it can't be my primary concern. Or I, you, you know, what I'm saying like this is just this would be healthy, healthy ways to like look at the world, in my view. But, but see, I, I think because look, if you can look at, at most metrics that measure these things and see that you know more than ever, especially young kids, but but also people in general are fucking people are not happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are miserable, and I think it's because. They don't really, I think they do care. I think in their heart, like it makes them, it tugs at something inside them when, when, when shit goes on in the world. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're like being disingenuous, but they just don't know how to, to, they don't even know where to start. And like, I honestly think I, I do have some optimism in the sense that like, I think hopefully somewhere around the corner, maybe it takes a couple years, but you know, they'll probably stifle it. Like you said, they'll bury it in more shootings or something like People out here getting pretty blackpilled, and I don't think that's. I, I I mean I think that's the. That's probably you know, 
in some ways, you know, the establishment agenda, you know, right? Just make you as passive and and fucking non-caring as possible, right? Give you give you the the soma. But uh like people are out here getting pretty fucking fed up with the with the way things are going. And it's only getting harder. And it's like at some point something's gonna have to give. And like I don't know what that means necessarily. It probably just means more fighting in the street or something. But like I, I don't know. I think if you can look back at any point in history and you can see that like I don't think things have ever been uh I mean unless you go back to the, the dark ages, but even then, even if you like really look at like what was going on, like things aren't so stagnant. Like history keeps moving, things happen, things are static. So like I just I you know, at some point people are gonna have to figure out how to turn their care into something more real than 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 dumping it into social media or, or yes. whatever it is. You yes. know, or yelling at their or yelling at their fucking neighbor. You know? You're gonna have to realize at some point you might hate your neighbor because he's a dumb scumbag, but like you you're gonna need this guy. Like you're gonna you're gonna need on some level, you're gonna have to figure out how to talk to him and you're gonna have to figure out how to how to how to, you know, be buddies with him in some way. Because you can't win with 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 civil war or with race war. It's just not good for anybody. And and whoever's in the fucking White House, whether it's Trump or it's fucking Biden or whether it's fucking AOC, like you're still gonna get stepped on. <laughs> like it's just gonna keep happening. So I don't know. I'm slightly optimistic that people are like slowly kind of figuring that shit out. And I think the fact that like the news cycle, the fact that nothing pops is sort of, it's sort of evidentiary of that. Like, it, like I, you know, in, in a way people getting like, so, uh, like the fact that they can't like muster, you know, the fact that nothing can really survive more than a week in a news cycle is part of how we figure out how to not hate each other in some way. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see what fucking happens. We'll see how the primaries kick off. But, uh, you know, I don't know. What else? What's, what's, what's Bella Thorne up to? Mm, twerking. I hope so. You got to make money. I'm saying like, this is the, th- like we've said it before. Again, another one of our fucking, like your mind, your body and your money. And I'm going to add another one to those. A nice pair of titties, or 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 or, or a hung fucking Stuff. Chad. Yeah. yeah, these are the things that you got to fig- you got to get all those things right, and you're gonna have a nice life. You know, you know what? I couldn't agree more. This is this is now a pure self improvement podcast where the ideas of the larger world should be pushed forcefully pushed out of your brain. Well, it's you know what it is like I. I wouldn't even necessarily say that. I would just say, you know, a lot of this shit that goes on in the larger world outside your door or what comes to you through Twitter or the fucking media, a lot of that shit is static. You got to like, and this is like, we could call it the Peterson moment, but like he kind of made an ass of himself lately. I'm kind of off the Peterson bullshit. Um, But you you will be in more of a position to affect the 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 greater change in the world that you're trying to see when you get your house in order you know what i mean like if you 
the more comfortable and and the the higher the quality of your life is, the more equipped you are to affect actual change in the world. And whether that's through money or whether that's just through through being a fucking property owner and just like you know having a stake in the actual state of your of your living in in, in your in your fucking society, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you can figure out how to make money, let me know because I certainly certainly haven't made a lot in my life. Um, but these are, the, I think these things should be your primary concern before you worry about, uh, uh, how to tackle the larger problems in the world. And I think the fact that, I mean, if I'm a single issue on anything, a lot of it is, is, is the wage issue and the, and the gap between the rich and the poor. And it's like, you know, the fact that the fact that things get harder out here for people in the lower end of things. Or, or whatever you want, or the 99% or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the fact that we see things like Roe v. Wade and Miranda rights and, and your civil liberties eroding, you know, those things are related. You're not equipped to fucking be an active person in those things because you're out here trying to fucking survive. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Listen, it's, you know, yeah, whether we call it the Jordan Peterson thing or what, it's just kind of like the reason that people dismiss Jordan Peterson so much, aside from like weird political meme brain, is people said, oh, he's just saying obvious shit. Look, man. Yes, exactly. And here's the obvious shit is that your ability to affect change on the national or global level is uh, greatly hampered by your inability to wipe your ass. And that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, like, if you can't wipe your ass, then you probably can't legislate. Yeah, correct. So, uh, yeah, just work on We're your see, We've stuff. seen evidence by, by President Joe Biden. Oh, good Jesus. The poor bastard, man. I think, I think we're like, I think we're approaching the time where we feel bad for him again. We're so kind to that guy because we could be like any any of these other dudes just like I've seen, you know, the guy just he just rambles and he just doesn't look like he knows what he's trying to talk about and it's just come and it's like people make fun of it but I feel bad for him. Yeah, same. He's in an impossible position. Yeah. It's 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 a complicated, especially these days. It's not a fucking easy thing being the president of the United States. And I just don't think, forget the fact, like, you can call, like, because we did this with Trump, too, right? And, like, we did the same thing where we'd pick out like, moments where he stumbles over his words and be like, see, he's not fit. I'm not even saying that. Like, let's say, let's let's give Biden the benefit of the doubt and say that every time he's stumbled over his words that it was purely misspeaking and it's not evidence of any sort of form of dementia or sundowning or whatever. Let's, let's give him that benefit. Yo, he's still mad old and that job takes a shit ton of your energy, bro. I'm 31. And if I, I I fucking like getting my ass out of bed before 8am, holy fuck, man, it's not easy. Not easy. (laughs) I can't imagine how fucking hard it is for this dude. You know what I'm saying? I feel fucking bad for him. And he like probably shouldn't be there. <laughs> Definitely. What do you mean probably shouldn't be there? <laughs> Definitely shouldn't be there. But I mean, I guess it depends on how seriously you take the whole thing. I mean, maybe he's, maybe it's fun. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, the only thing I can think, I mean, and this is sort of the, this was sort of the conceit I went into the Trump presidency is just like, look, there's a lot of other moving parts going on. And like, obviously the president matters, you know, who the president is and, 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 and their state of whatever. But, you know, there's a lot of other moving pieces that perhaps we don't have to worry too much because like, you know, when Trump was president, he's like, he's going to drop the nuke. He's crazy. It's like, well, all right. I understand your concern. I hear you, but there's also a lot of other, a lot of other moving parts at play here that I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen here. So the fact that, you know, and it didn't. So the fact that Trump, you know, and now it's the right wing people that are like, he's demented. He can't be. It's like, all right, he's got, he's, there's other people that are, that are helping him along there. You know, I mean, I've, I've said it, you know, I've said it before on this, but it's just like, he's, I've never seen a president, obviously in my life, I mean, I've only seen like four presidents in my lifetime, but like, I've never, he just seems so by committee. Like he just seems like everything he does, like there is, and I'm sure this is to some degree, this is true, you know, of all administrations, but like, I don't know. Like there's even times where he's in a speech and he's like, I can't talk about that. I'll get in trouble from who, you know what I mean? Listen, I was just hit with something crazy. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Please. Are you aware that the Highland Park shooter went to a Trump rally dressed as Where's Waldo? Yeah, I, people passing that photo around, and I, I feel like we're not addressing the fact that he's dressed as Where's Waldo. So <clears throat> uh, I don't think it means he's a Trump supporter on any level. Like, you know, I've... I've been to a Trump rally. I'm not a Trump supporter. I just thought those, I just thought going to a, like a, going to like a, a, a march with a sign that says, I love Donald Trump and I would suck his dick if I could. <laughs> just had a lot of swag, you know? It was ironic. It was, <laughs> it was ironic. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, wait, was there a shooting in Philadelphia as well? Was there? What day is it there? You no, know, do we have to do that? No, we don't have to do that thing. What day is it there? It's it's July, and Philadelphia at this current moment it is uh, July fifth, uh, eleven twenty five p.m. two thousand twenty two. Okay, I don't really understand what's going on. Um, was it? Hold on. Would you Google if there was a shooting at at a? I'm yeah, watching footage was. of people run like crazy from Parkway. Uh, I don't know what the fuck this is. Whatever. Listen, it's Philadelphia. People get shot. Yesterday, two officers shot hundreds flee during July 4th fireworks. Okay, there you go. Well, look, look. Maybe, can we can we talk about something in a like a way that won't get us in trouble here? Uh-oh. Maybe this is uh, America and I don't mean that in some like condescending like America sucks sort of way. Maybe this is uh you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe this is just part of the deal. Like, look, you're familiar with the Hajj, right? That, uh, the, the, you go to Mecca, right? Pilgrimage to Mecca. I've been many times. So <laughs> just about every one of those people are crushed to death, right? The reason is, is that when you have like just thousands and thousands of people 
packed into these like very small uh, entry and exit ways uh, in uh, many steps of that particular pilgrimage, uh, people get, people get stamped to death. It's not good. They get stomped on by accident. And that's weirdly understood to just be part of the thing. You go to that and there's a small, rather small chance that something unfortunate will happen. Maybe can we just build this into the fucking thing so we can stop talking about it? Cause look, everybody, this shit's not changing. There's going to be guns. There's going to be shootings because there's guns. Do we got to talk about it all the time? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, look, I don't want to blackpill the people on this. I mean, is there something else going on other than the guns? Because aren't they, you know, like wasn't the whole crux of Bowling for Columbine and that that's a 20 year old movie at this point. So I'm sure that a lot has changed since then, obviously. Um, but the whole crux of Bowling for Columbine is like guns are just as ubiquitous and, and the laws are just as lax in Canada. But this shit don't happen there. Well, I mean, we could just also sum it up by saying that what I found most fascinating about all this, which is that we've had the means for mass shootings for something like 110 years. Like, so, so the, the means to do it have existed for at least that long. So what has changed at this exact moment and, or has anything changed at this exact moment? Because as, as I pointed out several times here, the most dangerous place in the world at one point was Los Angeles uh, at the very, like I actually think it was before California was officially a state most dangerous place in the world. And so, yeah, I mean, we can always like, are we in a, is as we talk about a lot, is history a straight line? Is history curved? Is history peaks and valleys? Can it be said that we're actually going toward, is there an arc to history as uh, your hero, Dr. Martin Luther King said, or uh, is it uh is it just wherever it, wherever it arrives, and we could just arrive at uh, you know World War Three, uh, <clears throat> or the peaceable kingdom where the lion uh, lays with the lamb? Which one's it going to be? Is it random? I don't know the answer to any of that, but I, I just uh, well, hey, podcast listener, my name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. So you're saying that the means to do a mass shooting have existed for 100 it, it, by means do you mean public uh access to 
automatic firearms? So uh, the uh, the automatic part is a little bit misleading, right? <clears throat> because uh, uh, clueless lawmakers, this was the most fascinating video I watched in a long time. I'll send it your way. Clueless lawmakers uh, hammer on assault style weaponry, right? Uh, and you know, then there's the people online that are very pedantic that point out the AR doesn't stand for assault at all. It stands for Armalite, but, uh, it doesn't, none of that shit matters. It's this idea that there's these war guns that are used for war and that people having access to them means that they can commit these mass shootings in a way that they couldn't previously. But the 1911, how long ago was 1911? How many years? Uh, like 110 years ago. 11. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the 1911 is, uh, if you're familiar with it, it's a uh, pistol. It's a pretty cool looking pistol. The shadow, the, uh, the, the, the radio uh, turned uh, pulp, turned comic book uh, character carries two 1911s. They look pretty badass. <clears throat> um, uh, they're, they're still sold today, still a popular gun in some ways. I learned recently that they, uh, they used to have a drop, uh, danger where if you drop them, they would just go off and fucking shoot somebody. Uh, they've corrected that, but pretty much it's the same gun. Uh, at any rate, the 1911 has been around since 1911. Uh, that is a handgun that if you were to dual wield them in the style of, of, uh, the shadow, you would be firing counter strike. You'd be you'd be a badass first, and secondly, you'd be firing at a higher rate than a burst style assault rifle, right? So, uh, and really, if you were quick with your uh, with your clips, your 1911 could just you could take out a, a, a crowd of people with a 1911. <clears throat> so, why is it that we had more? We had greater access to guns, fewer laws about guns in 1911. Let's, let's, okay, let's make it 1955. You had access to firearms that you could kill 50 people very quickly, but people didn't do it. Why are, do they do it all the time now? What could the reason be? Do you have any answers, Eric? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, I think there's a ton of things you could go on that would be valid. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, people could make all sorts of cultural arguments, but I just think, I, I mean, listen, maybe this is my fucking bit. Is it Dave like, Chappelle? It's obviously Dave Chappelle. There, Did you know Dave what I mean? Chappelle do it? No, I mean, look, I, I, I went to high school. 2002 well my my school was a combination middle school and high school i was in the same building from 2002 till 2008 i never once considered for a second that there might be a school shooting now I, you know i'm from new york whatever that's you know gun laws or whatever pretty strict but like it just didn't have like i mean maybe it happened once or twice but like the the the, the ubiquitousness of of how often these things are happening it just like we didn't have active shooter drills or anything like that. And and this was right after nine 11. So what has happened? I tie everything back again. I was saying, this is my bit now. I just think life is like harder for people. I think it's hard. I think, and I think it's like mo the modern world is driving people fucking crazy. 
I, th- I think it, it has a lot to do with how we're like socially brought up at this point, you know, like I, I don't know. I think there's, there's just something, there's some kind of, you know what it is? Maybe it's in the fucking gasoline. You ever read about that shit about in the seventies, how there was like tons of like, that was a more violent time. And they figured out that some fucking component in the gas that was coming out of cars was yeah. like making people fucking nutty. It's, it's uh leaded gasoline has uh forget what the fuck it is, but yes, it's uh this was a theory. It still gets floated. Uh, you know, the, the, the I, I've talked to you about this on this podcast, I'm sure just South of where you live right now, uh, in what, 1986, there was as many as 12 serial killers operating in the same fucking neighborhood confirmed five. They think there might be 10 serial killers just south of where you are right now. I mean, can we consider like, is it the microplastics? Maybe it's the fucking microplastics. Could be microplastics. Could be microplastics. Could be seed oils. There's a lot to choose from these days. The fucking seed oils. It's the, it could be the seed oils. All right, fuck it, seed oils. I don't, uh, you know what? I, I, this is like one of those ones where I don't need follow-up. It's fuck it. Listen, it's either the microplastics, seed oils, or Dave Chappelle. Pick your fucking, pick your king. Yeah, or if you're, or if you're one of our conservative listeners, it's uh, video games. Oh, God, how tired is that shit? Um, I think, I think that, I think uh, we've talked about it. I think Dave Chappelle is the new video games. <laughs> I mean, people are floating video games as 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 the new video games, you know. Um, no, I I don't know, man. I mean, why is this shit happening so much? I mean, a lot of those serial killers were fucking MK Ultra back then. You yes. Know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got we got one of those going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. No. Look. Uh, I don't know. I think people's quality of life sucks. I think if you grow up in a podunk town in the middle of nowhere. You have unfettered access to the internet. I can't even do that because then it makes it sound like I'm like, oh, we got to ban 4chan. I'm not even saying that. I just think people's lives suck and it drives them crazy. And then the, with Mick, that mixed that with the microplastics and Dave Chappelle and an access to an AR, what do you think is going to happen? It's it's written in the stars. It had to happen. <laughs> it was in it was yeah it was in your in your co-star app your your uh, astrology. Um, <clears throat> Wait, have, have we? What's the shooting? High, high, high park, Highland, Highland park. Um, shooter. Have we, have you listened to his rap yet? No. So he, he was a rapper. Yeah. Um, I heard that. He's like a SoundCloud rap guy. Oh no. What is this? Uh, they purged uh, all his uh, music. 23 minutes ago. Uh, Kamala Harris goes viral with word salad. Uh, response to yo, I think she's worse off than Biden. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of with that. She's, I think she's like, I think she's like, I think she's one of those AI things. No, I think she's really medicated, like super, super, <laughs> like she's on SSRIs to the hilt. You think? Oh my god! Listen, look, uh, respectfully to uh, our listener, Kamala Harris. Um, she is either as, okay, let's go back. Everybody, we've talked about this on this podcast. Uh, this woman is a professional sugar baby. She's not actually like a capable politician. She 
got into politics by sucking off an old guy. That's true facts. You can go look it up. But everybody has to start somewhere. So you can't hold sucking off an old guy against somebody. Maybe that's what she needed to do to get ahead. But the way that you prove that your your value once you are like okay, Eric, let's say that you and I get into we're the new Trey Parker and Matt Stone, but we had to get there by sucking off an old guy, right? Okay. I'd do it. How do you feel? It would be hard to say no. Hard to say no. So, okay, you and I suck off an old guy, but then we're not as funny as Trey Parker and Matt Stone, so we fucking fall by the wayside. Nothing that old man could do for us. He gave us the, he opened the door, and then we, we didn't, we couldn't stay because we're not good. My question about Kamala is, Okay, so you sucked off an old guy and you got into politics. Everybody look that one up. It's not Patrick being a misogynist. It's just, I think she acknowledges it, but look it up. Uh, So how has she managed to stick around being so incapable, Eric? It's like, it's bizarre how bad at being a politician she is. I mean, (laughs) you you said we're the new Trey Parker and Matt Stone. How do you you feel like, uh, how do you feel about... uh... The, in their video game, in the South Park video game, the the difficulty is based on your skin color. Oh, I mean, it's great. They're, they're great at what they do. So uh, if you play it on very hard, you play. Uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris today. We've got to take this stuff seriously. As, serious as, as seriously as you are because you have been forced to take this seriously. Good stuff, man. I love it, honestly. I, I, I think there's nothing more mask off than that. In my opinion, did does she have a head injury? Honest question. Like, what is going no, on? no? I think it's, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, we've said this a hundred times so far on this podcast, but we've talked about it before. This administration has no intentions of doing anything meaningful. So why would you say anything meaningful? You know what I mean? Well, but here's my point with this: is that. She's doing an impression of a politician that says nothing or Derek Jeter, right? Like I always say Derek Jeter, like faint, like I've never seen anybody be able to say less than Derek Jeter. He should be. We played a a good game and we had a good hustle and I'm proud of my teammates and uh, we'll do better next time. Yeah, He says nothing about nothing. He'll be asked a specific question. Like, what do you think about Ukraine? And he'll say, "Uh, it's all about what happens out on the field. Uh, Sometimes you work as a team. Sometimes you fall short of that goal, but uh, what it is, uh, you know, tomorrow's another game and we're going to be out there. And it's, it's like, what, what are you, wait, what are you talking about? Derek Jeter, what do you think about abortion? Well, uh, you know, I'll say that, uh, we have to put runs in if we want to win. That's what it comes down to. Uh, you know, the, my teammates are putting in full effort. I'm putting in full effort. Uh, it's all about the hustle. I love <laughs> it though. That's how I want to live the rest of my life. That's Anyone I mean ask I me anything. Do. I w- the, the other day we uh like drug church had uh, uh technical difficulties on stage and and I had to entertain a crowd for a few minutes and I was like all right what does everybody want to talk about and I just yelled no fucking politics <laughs> because I don't want to I don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care about anybody's politics. I don't care about uh you know even the stuff that I'm like really supposed to care about. Don't care. Don't care. Can't make me care. Don't care. It's, it's, look, man, we've got to, back to the, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to take this seriously. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I, I, there's, to me, there's nothing better when Kamala does a little, like, it's just says nothing because that's all politicians have ever done. You fucking weirdos. I don't see anything different between what Kamala says versus what Biden says versus what Trump says versus what Reagan says, what Clinton, what Obama, they all are doing. It's just the same fucking word. Not like it. It's all empty. How do you not get that? I love that it's more transparent than ever that how empty they are. I mean, it's, it's fucking. (laughs) When was it ever not that? It's empty. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The only time they've ever meant any, you know, even when they're like, anytime we went to a war, they're always like, we do this reluctantly because it's our last option. Shut the fuck up. No, you fucking, you're doing the fucking Millie Rock off camera right now with your fucking war profiteer buddies. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. I'm glad. I want more of this from politicians. I want more emptiness so people can fucking understand that you're not. No one's coming to help you. And it's not the black pill. It really isn't. Because I just don't think, if you put all your hope in the political machine, yo, that's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Shall we Shall we go to overtime? I think we have to go to overtime. We have to do something more fun there. Because, <laughs> listen... I- Everybody meet us over there. We're gonna be, we're gonna have fun. We're going to overtime. You know what the deal is? Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Go there, give us money. Uh at WP Timeline on Twitter. That's where we're on Twitter. Uh 205-509-975. Give us a call, leave us a message. Next time will be a full message episode. I forgot. We said we we're gonna do it this time. We'll do it next time. Uh and worst possible time at gmail.com. And should I plug the fact that in uh, the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California, July 28th at Brain Dead Theater, there will be a live podcast. Not this podcast, but I will be there. I'll be the the MC, like uh, like the you know the Jewish Catskill guys or whatever. I'll, I'll wear a big uh, a big big leisure suit or something. Uh, hosting the evening of uh, of podcast discussions from Axe to Grind. Um, overnight drive, and what's the other one? It has a really long name. Um, you should quit uh, your band or whatever. Yeah, quit your band uh, while you can. Quit your band while you still can. Uh, if you live in the city of Los Angeles, go to that. It'll be fun. Brain Dead is cool. They got really good ice cream sandwiches. Um, and now we'll kick it over to overtime.